calling all makers, entrepreneurs, investors, and more. It's time for Invention Brand Podcast. One of the most important decisions you'll make is choosing a name that represents your brand and sets you apart from the competition. In this series, we're interviewing some of Evans IP Law's clients who are the most powerful entrepreneurs and leaders in the maker space. It's time you get to know the stories behind their brands. Join our host, attorney Andrea Hintz Evans, as we explore the process of selecting a name from the brainstorming stage to trademarking and everything in between welcome to invention brand podcast Everyone, join me in welcoming Deb Jason to the podcast. I am so excited to have you. Welcome, Deb. Oh, Andrea, this is lovely. I can't wait to hear what you have to say to me and questions. <laughs> well, you, as you know, are like an encyclopedia of and a wealth of information to makers and really to me, anything related to soaps or products. You know, I think about Deb as an expert. So we are honored to have you today. Well, let's take it back to the beginning because you're an entrepreneur, but was it always your dream to be a maker and entrepreneur? Um, no, it was something that um, grew out of a change in um, where I lived and what I was doing with my business. Um, I was a theatrical set designer and painter for 20 years. Wow. Um, and uh, in the late 90s, um, retired from that particular uh, business. And moved to New Hampshire, where um, I remained retired for about mm, two and a half years, planted gardens, um, started growing herbs and flowers, um, and eventually got to the point where I wanted to do something else with my life rather than just garden. So I started studying soap making and um, learning a little bit more about essential oils, started making bath salts for myself because I'm a bath person. Um, and then that grew into soap making. Um, my younger sister was diagnosed with um, stage four cancer in the fall of 2000. And so that's when I really started studying more about essential oils because I wanted to maybe make some products that would help her through her um, treatments. And um, although we lost her in March of 2001, that was actually the inspiration to turn my new little passion into a business. And in May of 2001, I incorporated and launched Fields of Ambrosia. Wow. Well, I'm sorry to hear about the loss of your sister, but I love that she's the inspiration and motivation behind the brand. And I'm sure she would be very proud of you. And so you could have named the business anything, could have been Deb Soaps, you could have named it after your sister, but you decided to name it Fields of Ambrosia. So I want you to think back and go back to that notepad where you probably were brainstorming. But first, like you said, you were making soaps and lotions and you did it for your sister. But what was that pivotal moment in business or in your life where you said, look, someone may want to actually purchase this? Like what caused you to slap a label on a product and charge someone to purchase it? 
Um, again, it goes back to my sister's passing from cancer. There is an organization in the part of Northern New Hampshire where I live called Jen's Friends Cancer Foundation. Um, and it was established by a group of college students for one of their friends who um, passed away from cancer at age 24. She had no insurance. She was going to, to school at the time. And so they did this fundraiser for her called the Climb Against Cancer um, on Cranmore Mountain right there in North Conway, the town in which I live and operate my business. Um, she unfortunately didn't survive um, for the first annual climb. Um, but what this organization does is it raises money to help people who um, are stricken by cancer. It helps their families with transportation costs, fuel costs, things that insurance doesn't cover. And when I heard about them after my sister's passing, I said, this would be a really good organization to support. So why don't I take this little hobby of mine and turn it into a business so that I can actually use some of my proceeds to help these other people who are also affected by cancer. Wow, that is so inspiring. And I love that. I love the philanthropy arm of your business and, you know, just another angle of in a different way to pay it forward where exactly. you're making a profit, but still making a difference and giving it back. So congratulations to you on that. Now let's talk about the name. So, <laughs> so there was a need for um, the product, you know, and the fact that you had the arm of wanting to give back and make a difference and kudos to you again for that. But you named it Fields of Ambrosia. So let's talk about the name and why you chose that name. Well, it, again, this goes back to my theater career. The very last production that I ever designed and worked on um, in London was called The Fields of Ambrosia. It was not a very successful show. It only played for nine performances um, and closed. And that was in 1996. And so um, when it came time to name my company, um, because I took inspiration from the gardens and the fields around my farm, I'm like fields of ambrosia because ambrosia means the food of the gods. And when you're talking about skincare, you're talking about food for your skin. And I said, that would be a perfect name for my business because I'm tied to it through my theatrical career. And no one is doing the show anymore. So I called up the um, the person who wrote the musical and said, hey, can I use the name? And they said, sure, no problem. So that's what I did. Wow. <laughs> and, you know, I'm glad you talked about that because a lot of our listeners are saying, you know, I have an idea to name a product or a business, but people use that name, you know, and I just want to encourage them and just help you all to understand that a name can be trademarked or a business can even be created and both of us can have the same names Correct. as long as it's being used for different products and services. Correct. And, and actually there is another business that is called Fields of Ambrosia, but it is a vacation property um, in, oh dear, San Lucia, I think. And it's run by the producer of the musical Fields of Ambrosia. So wow. we both share that name, but his is rental properties and mine is a bath and body care company. So you can actually use, as you said, use that same name as long as they're not related. Exactly. And so you have what we call a design mark. So I know right now everyone's going through your site and I hope you all are paying attention because she has a lot of amazing products. So I hope you're shopping and listening at the same time. But Deb has what we call a design mark because her trademark includes the text fields of, fields of ambrosia, but it also has 
a butterfly design and specific colors. It's so, a monarch butterfly. Okay, so why did you choose a monarch butterfly of all the animals you could choose and the colors? Why did you choose that to represent your brand? Um, well, butterflies within themselves, they live a, a very short lifespan. And their four stages of development kind of reflect the stages of development of a small business or even of your life. I mean, you start out, you know, as a small little, you know, entity, uh, a little tiny pupae. Um, you grow into a caterpillar um, where you start to learn and experiment. And then you go into a chrysalis where you slowly transform into the beautiful butterfly that you're going to become. And so I said, this is a kind of a transitional business. You know, you learn, you grow, um, you get to a certain point and you spread your wings and you fly. Wow. I mean, it's so beautiful. And I can actually see, you know, the light bulbs going off and a lot of small businesses heads where they're like, wow, you really simplified that in a beautiful way with the butterfly. And so it makes sense, you know, for it's a beautiful name. It has a meaning to you. And I love the monarch butterfly design that you chose. And before we kind of conclude here with this podcast, I can't let you get away without giving just some, just, I guess, a mantra or words of wisdom, because there are a lot of entrepreneurs and makers that may have a hobby that want to turn it into an actual business to make a profit. What would be your words of wisdom? Just kind of one or two tips that you'd like to give them today. Well, one thing that I've always said about my life is, if it's not fun, stop doing it and do something else. Um, that's what happened with my theater career after 20, after actually after 23 years, um, it stopped being fun. And I was dreading to go to my shop in the next morning. So I said, this is done for me. I want good memories of the past 23 years of my work. And if I stay with it any longer, I'm not going to have good memories because I'll go out with a sour taste in my mouth. Um, and so do that with a small business as well. Always strive for wanting to wake up the next morning and to have fun with your business. Because if you don't, you'll be unhappy and a drudgery will happen with your life. Right. And you don't want your own business to be a burden. Correct. And that can happen. So thank you for that advice. And let's kind of turn the tables a little bit and have a little bit of fun. I want to ask you a fun off the wall question and one you may not have ever been asked before, but I have to ask just because I know our podcast listeners are just anxious to get the answer. Now, if you could choose one food to represent your brand, Fields of Ambrosia, what food would that be? And why would you decide, why did you decide to choose that particular food item? Well, believe it or not, um, the food would be ambrosia. And I don't know if you're familiar with ambrosia, but it's a dessert with pineapple and marshmallow and other fruits. And it's just a conglomerate of things that put together make something absolutely delicious. Okay. I mean, hey, that's it in a nutshell. You had the answer and it makes sense to me. Um, and I'm glad that you could join us today. And I know that our listeners are saying, I want to know more about the products and where they can purchase the products. So let them know where they can find you on social media or online to purchase and follow up with you. Um, Fieldsofambrosia.com is the website. Um, there's a Facebook page. Um, I'm horrible at other social media. There is an Instagram page. I don't do TikTok. Um, so you mostly find me 
at my website. <laughs> okay. So they'll check you out on the website and they're wondering if they had to put two to three items in the cart like this, because you have a lot of amazing products. And I have to tell you all, you know, I'm not just interviewing Deb. I'm also a customer and I love her products. And she has a lot of products that are amazing. But if there were some dignitary or someone coming to town and they said, Deb, I want you to put a few products together that represent your brand the best, your top best sellers or something that you just want a customer to purchase, what would those two to three products be? Uh, well, let's see. Tracking things on my website. Um, the number one purchase is my hand and body buttercreams. Um, number two on that list would probably be my bar soaps. And number three would probably be our whipped body scrubs. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. And I'm going to uh, be asking Deb, did you fill those carts with those products? Because I'm just lucky to be here with her. She smells divine and she's beautiful, you know, and when I think of Fields of Ambrosia, it's a beautiful name. The logo is beautiful. And thank you, Deb, for just being a beautiful person and joining us on the podcast today. I'm so glad to be here, Andrea, and you are beautiful as well. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Invention Brand Podcast with your host, attorney Andrea Evans. Wasn't this interview incredible? We hope you found this episode informative and inspiring and that you feel empowered to make the best decision for your brand. We wish you the best of luck in your journey. And we hope to hear from you soon about the amazing name you've chosen for your business and products. Contact the law firm of Andrea Hintz Evans, LLC, to help you protect and enforce your patents, trademarks, and copyrights. Follow us on social media at Evans IP Law or check our website at www.evansiplaw.com. Thanks for tuning in to Invention Brand Podcast.